1: Hello everybody, welcome to Take the Black Live, the only show on the internet where myself, Dan Selke of winterscoming.net and Mia Johnson of dorkshotoftheforce.com talk all things fantasy, sci-fi, space lasers, Game of Thrones, Star Wars, Marvel, superheroes, all that nerdy jazz and today we have, as usual, some exciting news to go over, but first, banter. Mia, how are you?
0: I'm doing quite well, how are you?
1: Very solid. A solid eight. I feel pretty good.
0: That's good. That's good. Um, Gosh. Oh, there's something I want to talk about, but I can't talk about it this week. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, 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 I'm already uh, jumping ahead to next week at the start of the
1: show. Where's my mic? I was going to tease this. <laughs> Mia, who gets all the, all the best access to movies and stuff, saw a hotly anticipated movie that may or may not kind of rhyme with... I'm going to do it. Smang Smee and the legend of the eleven rectangles that she might be able to talk about a little bit. We'll see. We'll see what we can get out of her later. But first, hello everybody. Hey Julie, hey Christian, hey Nicole, hey Sarah, good to join us. I thought we would start today though with a is that okay? Is, Is he gonna like sniper me with that?
0: Um, no, 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 no. It's fine. They know people are reviewing the movie and I have a social that tweet out that well, you retweeted. The so. It's the
1: weirdest thing because like <laughs> you're allowed to talk about it on Twitter and like get yeah. your general this was great. I didn't see anybody say anybody said this was bad impressions but you're not allowed to do if you're, if you're in this world like the world of embargoes and people telling you what you can and cannot say about certain movies that are coming up it's weirdly specific yeah. and the rules are kind of um, the lines don't seem to be drawn very uh, <laughs> like um, sensibly. Yeah. It's like The Walking Dead. You can't talk about the episode, even though it's out on AMC+. Plus. Like, people have fully seen it. Mm, Ordinary folk. Really? This, like, you can talk about Smangs Me and the Rectangle uh, Legend on Twitter, but you can't talk about it in print. It's, um, I don't think the rules are, like, super well drawn. <laughs> no. I, I, I'm not sure. it Like, it follows, like, a, a, like, human logic. No,
0: we'll take that straight to the top.
1: Exactly. We will. But anyway, <laughs> Bob Chop, looking at you. Uh, anyway, though, before we get into any of that, or if we get into any of that... Um, There was some big news that dropped today on the subject of a hotly anticipated fantasy television show coming to Amazon Prime Video this November. And that show is called The Wheel of Time. Yes. An epic tale drawn from 15 books by Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson about a group of backcountry hillbilly fantasy people who get whisked away in a magical adventure that will change both them and the world. Um, book series been around for decades since 1990 it's finally getting adapted into this big splashy Game of Thrones-esque but don't call it a Game of Thrones-esque program and we are finally getting like the first real pristine official looks courtesy of our uh (laughs) colleagues at Entertainment <laughs> Weekly. That we go through them, man, and yeah. just see how excited we are for the Wheel of Time at Amazon Prime. And don't worry, I can walk you through who everybody is. Please, please. We'll see how long I take.
0: <laughs> All right, let's start the vacation slideshow.
1: Okay, so what we're looking at here is this is the Wheel of Time show, Amazon Prime. And I want to see if I can name these people from memory, Ooh, from left okay, to right. Okay. I'm going to test myself. Okay, on the left is... Uh, Nineve, my favorite character. She's like this kind of diminutive woman who just like has this giant personality who dominates everyone around her. She she's fun. She's fun. Um, second from the left, my least favorite character, Matt. He's kind of like <laughs> this. What if Han Solo, but you want to slap him like a like a like yeah, a you know, like a childish pop? I don't really like him. Um, next to him is Lan. He is not a hillbilly. He is a bodyguard of the woman to who is in the middle, <laughs> <Okay>. rain. <laughs> rosamund pike who's the one they've been really like pushing pushing Uh uh-huh she's the gandalf of the story she comes to this backwater town takes all these kids on her wide adventure she they're the fellowship she's gandalf she's a wizardess source she can do magic it's all good for her next to that is oh what the hell's your name um egwain that's that's her name her name is Egwene, and she is um kind of like the girl next door she's like the 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 you know country girl just 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 kind of demure and polite and, 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 and it's intelligent and nice. And she's, she's kind of our romantic lead. The, and then next to her is Perrin. Another good one. He's like the strong, silent type. Uh-huh. And he, I think, could turn into a wolf or something like that. Ooh. No, he can possess wolves. It's a whole wolf. Oh, okay, he, okay, he, okay. He has wolf powers. And then finally we got Randolph Thor, kind of the main, the, the, the male romantic lead. Mm-hmm. um, who is our main guy. Wow. And he's gonna be the main character, but you know what? Wheel of Time is a tapestry; it's a journey, and it's about all of them. Although he is the main guy,
0: just props <laughs> to you for remembering all of that. First of all, yeah, their <laughs> names are not easy names.
1: Congratulations, um, people! If if you were confused with all the Game of Thrones names, you're gonna have a whole new slew of uh, fantasy <laughs> names to remember.
0: And I have to get swept into this. You <laughs> know,
1: <laughs> I mean, no, we'll see.
0: But we'll yeah, see. yeah, it it, it looks. Like, I want to say how we were saying. Yeah, it's not. You don't want to call a Game of Thrones. asking you can already tell. F- well, oh, no.
1: <laughs> when I was just because there was the interview uh-huh. and the showrunner, like, Rafa Jubskins was saying, like, what really? Because Game of Thrones comes up. OK, it's oh, yeah. a giant oh, yeah. show in the Shadow of Game of Thrones. It's just this show is made because Game of Thrones succeeded. It's yeah. period, flat out. That's the case. But he it was almost a little defensive. Because they brought it up, and he's like, "Well, what makes it different than Game of Thrones is that The Wheel of Time had multiple perspectives and a lot of political dimensions, and women were in a prominent roles." And I'm like, mm. "That describes Game of Thrones pretty well." Yikes! Sorry, well. they are very different series. They're very different tones. I bet, yeah. um, uh, the 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 Wheel of Time is closer to is closer to Lord of the Rings. Closer to a little bit like pure good versus evil. It's not. It's got complications, but it's not Game of Thrones where. Like man is the enemy, sort yeah. of like hell is other people. Like yeah. that's Game of Thrones. And Lord of the Rings is more sour on the Dark Lord is some kind of unknowable evil who will crush you all. It's a little bit closer to that. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's different, but like it's there. Like I'm not gonna act like the influence isn't there. It completely and utterly is. Yeah. yeah. As Julie says, I have to admit I haven't been able to pick up my books again for a few months. I'm still on book four. Oh, Julie, I'm catching up to you. I just started book four.
0: Ha-ha. Oh <laughs> the race is on. Wow! Yeah, but I like the costuming. It's different. It oh, does set fun. it apart from most of the kind of regal. And what? Who do we have here?
1: That is Rand oh, the, and Egwene. Those are the, like kind of like. Interest. It is one of those shows where there isn't. There's a lot of characters that they, they're 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 kind of the main characters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, and yeah, and here we have. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's some people in. <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> exciting okay walk you through this just please so walk me through in this. the wheel of time moiraine roseman pike is a member of the aesadai sorceresses they're a group of all women magic wielders because in this world because of i'm not i'm not gonna like take hours and explain everything because yeah, we'd be yeah, here yeah. all day but uh women can use magic and men used to be able to but then magic poison happens and now they use it, they go crazy so, only women can use it. Mm-hmm. And if men use it, they go insane. And you don't want like an insane wizard who can just uh, blast things apart. So, they capture dudes who are I gone see, insane and, see, and that's one of those guys named Loghain. And finally, we had the city of Shadar Logoth, which is like an important sort of like their um, Weather Top Rivendell moment from Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, well, any <laughs> of you out there, you know what I'm talking about. It's good they're they're pushing it. It looks it looks solid. Mm-hmm. and I, I, I guess the question is, like, are people interested and ready for another big, splashy, lengthy fantasy show? that's that's the real yeah, question. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think, Mia?
0: Um well, I'll give our my brief answer. Mm-hmm. um, but I think that, yeah, it, it is looking interesting. It is looking very distinct at least from these photographs from Game of Thrones. and so I, that, at least is a little refreshing to me. Um, You know, even though it could be scary, it's like, oh, this doesn't quite look like Game of Thrones. And I want something like Game of Thrones. I don't know if people are necessarily saying that. I think we can kind of come into things and say, I want a fresh perspective. I want something new in the realm of fantasy. Maybe not necessarily new, new, but something that we haven't seen before. And it's long, so. It is
1: long. (laughs) I mean, we've always... I mean, and again, I, I, I'm always kind of bemoaning that um, we go right to franchises and they are like we already heard there's like an audio will of time movie in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they had like another sp- series spinoff before too long if this one is a hit. Um, I wish it was just the one thing, but it is the guys making it seem really, really passionate about it. Mm-hmm, um, the yeah. cast looks really cool. Um, yeah, Rosamund Pike. Rosam- yeah. Pike is leading it. And all the other ones are nice too, and a very diverse cast yeah. too, which is nice. I mean, and, and 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 that's intentional. We talked before about kind of the the whiteness of the fantasy genre in general, mm-hmm. kind of going back to old Tolkien, um, and that's starting to change on TV, especially. So that's cool to see. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see it. It's in November, and I'm curious to see whether they can distinguish it enough Ooh. to make it sort of you know find its own audience, and become its own thing. That's that's the challenge they have.
0: What's in your hand, Dan?
1: What's in my hand? I'll tell you what's in my hand. Um, At this point in the show, I'd like to take a brief moment and speak to the men in the audience and also the women who know men. So really, I want to talk to everybody. Um, Winter's come and gone, but summer's here right now. And that can mean heat. That can mean visiting beaches. That can mean sweat-related discomfort. To help with all of this, all of this, you'll want... The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 This package comes with The Lawn Mower 4.0 Which makes removing body hair Easier than ever before Thanks to its cutting edge Ceramic blade This is all sponsored by the way It has an LED spotlight And it's waterproof So if the power goes off While you're in the shower It's not going to phase you You can do what you gotta do Until the job gets done Um... And that's not the only product that Manscaped has on offer. The Weed Whacker takes care of your pesky nose and ear hair. And the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, you know, makes your secret garden smell fragrant and fresh. Uh, want these products for yourself? Get 20% off with the code fansited 20 at, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the code FANSIGHTED20 at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped. Thanks to our partisan Manscaped for that lovely um, interlude. All right, any other thoughts on um, <laughs> the Wheel of Time? Christian is into it. In the throne, I don't know what you get. What you mean, Christian? I think Christian.
0: the Manscaped ad where the the, razor. the razors oh. in the throne.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: Oh, it does kind yeah. of look like it. No, no, oh, no. yeah. Sorry, and the, yes, the graphic. And the sorry. video clip.
1: It, it is very good. P- props to Richard behind the, behind the behind the camera for that. That was amazing. All right, me Any other thoughts on the wheel of time before we move on? Um, the wheel of time. Turn?
0: Um, No, yeah. I think my closing thoughts are I'm interested to see how it plays out. Um, Amazon seems to be very, you know, how should I say confident in this. So... Yeah. And they haven't had any misses so far, um, just because I think they keep their content so, s- so tight. It's not like Netflix where they cast a wide net and you've got some hits and misses. So I'm going to go with bet on Amazon and say that this should be a solid series. I think Jeff
1: Bezos like comes to these Amazon shows and like, w- what do you do if like <laughs> basically someone whose fingernail is worth like more than every home you've ever <laughs> had is like walking around? I don't know what I would do. I know,
0: yeah, he enters the board meeting or the writer's room with his, you know, little astronaut like, suit. Like, if he
1: <laughs> comes in, he just owes anybody he sees at least a few thousand dollars. There's just no other reason not to do it.
0: Unfortunately, that ain't gonna happen, but yeah, I know. I, I It makes me wonder how much, like, you know, when you've got Disney CEO, or you got Kevin Feige or Kathleen Kennedy. Like, you know mm-hmm. kind of what they have to do. Bob Chappick would be obviously up at the top. He's got... He has to be involved in everything. But at least but like, like,
1: run media studios. Right. I don't know what do you do with Jeff, Jeff Bezos is, yeah. shows up.
0: <laughs> so you guys make TV shows here? I didn't know we did
1: that. Well, it's a thing because like, he has a power to just say, I don't like it, but he like has no qualifications. It's, yeah. it's weird.
0: Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Someone is, has been running Amazon Prime Video pretty well, though, so I'll give them That's that. That's true. That's
1: true. Anyway, um, moving on. Oh, what else are we talk about, Namia? Because there's a lot of news coming out today. Yeah. Well, including about a little movie called Marvel's Eternals. Marvel, they're having a pretty good decade.
0: Jeez. Yeah. I'm about to have a stroke because I literally saw. um. The Legend of the Eleven Rectangles yesterday. <laughs> and then I wake up today and Entertainment Weekly has a feature on the Eternals. And I'm like, I can't get any rest. And they're not going to let us <laughs> rest as far as Marvel is yeah. concerned. Um, so, yeah, Entertainment Weekly, competing with themselves, put out both the uh-huh. Wheel of Time feature and this gigantic um, Eternals feature today. And it's got the whole, whole, whole cast. I I have to go it back. It's a
1: big cast.
0: Yeah, we've got um, Jim Gemma or Gemma Chan.
1: I'll let you with Who plays? It. Oh go my there. gosh,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have the cheat sheet. Who plays Cersei? And then next we have our favorite Richard Madden who mm-hmm. plays Icarus. Following him is Kumail Nanjiani who I'm really excited to see as the character named Kingo. Next we have Leah McHugh who plays this cute little preteen hero called Sprite.
1: Um, I mean. Pre-teen, but is actually like a thousand million years <laughs> yeah. old, right? there. all are. It's like,
0: yeah, they're like ageless, but they also have like, you know, one is like Peter Pan and the other is like Gandalf or Dumbledore, you know, how old they are, but they still look like Kumaila and Johnny, but hey, props to them. <laughs> Here we have Brian on the right is Brian Tyree uh, Henry who plays, I think it's Faistos, Fastos or something like that. I really loved him in Atlanta, so I was happy to see him inducted into here. Let's Hmm. see, who are we going? Okay, bottom, we're going to Lauren Ritloff, who plays Makari. I know nothing about this character. Um, Apparently, she's from The Walking Dead. Um, That's what uh, Entertainment Weekly says. I have not kept up with it. Okay. She's fast. (laughs) Yay, the fast character. Oh, I can tell by her stance yes you can. <laughs> okay let's continue this is um actor barry um kao Kale, kaogen i and i hate that i butchered that he's i um he is from he's Kirk. in dunkirk what's that oh, <laughs> real loopy day he plays the character jewig and um it seems like people he'd been really in demand recently and so, or is this the next actor I'm talking about? No, no, no. He was very much in demand and he was like, this is the role I'm going to take. I've been very much in demand. I'm going to take oh, this role. But it's like. <laughs> well, it did. <laughs> okay. We're almost done with the roll call. Next, we have Don Lee who plays the character um, Gilgamesh. He is extremely powerful and the strongest warrior of the Eternals. You can tell by his armor. And here we have dun, 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 Selma Hayek as, I guess it's, Ajak, A-J-A-K, and she kind of looks like she's Andrew. got the, I'll go with that one, looks like she's looking like uh, Scarlet Witch, almost. Oh, yeah, a little bit. With the costume and the headpiece, I like that a lot, and and finally, we'll go to the last one, who is Angelina Jolie, and she's looking like she's straight out of The Boys or something with this kind of, it's like a yeah, classic, yeah, classic yeah, hero it. costume, she plays Athena. um, Angelina Jolie said it's certainly the biggest thing she's ever done, um, which is interesting. And it's nuts. And she likes being part of this crazy family because she's like, I've got like a crazy weird family. And I was like, well, that's great. And Angelina Jolie, you're just like one of us. (laughs) So that is
1: what a fun thing for her to say. <laughs> yeah. never mind i i i, I, I don't have a good enough memory to remember <laughs> the weird stuff i i have a feeling it was odd but i don't remember it well it's, enough okay i mean it's nice that there's a giant cast ten like,
0: main characters like don't
1: forget kit harrington as dane whitman
0: right he's gonna play the love interest to um give chan who is she's kind of like wonder woman she is a museum curator uh, mm. by day and I think there's like a love triangle, triangle with her and Richard Madden or something like that. Yeah,
1: so it'll be Jon Snow <laughs> <Yeah>. and um, <laughs> Rob Stark fighting over Ms. Chan. Yeah, are am gonna go there? Yeah, so
0: I still like barely have a clue about what this movie is gonna be about. Um, and the director is Chloe, Chloe Zhao, right? And she was kind of saying,
1: Oscar winner, Chloe Zhao.
0: I know, which is weird because it was like. Even Kevin Feige mentioned in this article, he was like, she's kind of like this art house director, and mm-hmm. she's never really done any, you know, huge scale projects like this. But of course, you gotta trust Kevin Feige's confidence. And he says she really knows a lot about Marvel Comics and even Star Wars and like manga. So she's a nerd. This movie's in good hands, and I'm just excited to see where it goes. They say it's gonna be another, you know, it's from Jack Kirby doing all those crazy psychedelics in the 70s <laughs> and, you know, mm-hmm. all those sorts of things like Doctor Strange. So, it's I don't know. I don't know happens. what to expect from this film.
1: I mean, I, I like the trailer a lot. Like, um, my concern with something like this is always, Chloe Zhao is obviously a huge talent. Like, No Land was great. Mm-hmm. And watching the trailer, I did see her stamp. It's like kind of that Twilight, half light thing she likes. Like, the, the, the big giant um, location shoot she's very kind of
0: yeah. tactile, and yeah. it,
1: it doesn't feel um artificial right yeah movies. she said
0: she wanted to kind of minimize the use of cgi and have like that
1: these makes big sense. sets yeah and i felt that watching it um and it seems like a, a different kind of marvel movie it's mm-hmm. like this millennia what's the word for thousands of years is, is that millennia yeah yeah whatever. 7,000 year time frame yeah. on this. These characters are like super, <laughs> super old. So it's, it's a, it's big, it's ambitious. But, um, you know, the, the, the thing with Marvel is always, can you be creative and interesting and put your stamp on it while still being part of the machine? Yeah. Cause you know, you have, you, 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 we know you have your boxes to check. Like you, you, you have the things you got to do. So can you make an interesting story in a movie within Knowing that there are these confines. And I think some people do it better than others. Like somehow James Gunn seemed to kind of manage to like make movies that seem to kind of stand on their own. Yeah. That also are contributing to this big thing. Um, and Chloe Zhao again is a really, is a really interesting filmmaker. And I hope she has like the ability to walk that line. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is, um, I think, trickier than it looks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was initially skeptical about, especially just this phase four as a whole, because it, we're again entering kind of something where we've got these new characters like Shang-Chi and the 10 Eternals that they're going to drop on us. And so, it's not like we're getting another, well, we are getting another Thor, but, you know, we are losing Tony Stark. we losing Captain America. So introducing new characters who we don't really know a lot about kind of doing a genre change like with Shang-Chi is just by the trails. You can see it's more of like stylistically like a martial arts film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this one, again, you've never had, well, save for infinity war, but you know, where all at once we've had 10 characters who are starting out brand, brand new, new yeah. like that. Um, so I will, if I can say based off of, and this is just coming from my tweet that I was mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised by Shang-Chi. Um, that at first I didn't have confidence and I was like, I don't know if Marvel can pull it off and bring these new characters. But after seeing that movie, I have a lot more hope for Eternals just in the way where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm still open to getting these new characters, seeing these new stories play out. And, you know, at the end of the day, it all seamlessly looping back into the Marvel cinematic universe.
1: All right. Here's where we tempt fate and see if, um, we can, if, if Disney is mad at us. I'll ask you a question. See, look, if you can respond, you can respond. If you can, you can. So you saw, you saw Shang-Chi. That's, that just happens. That's not, not, that's not a spoiler. She saw Shang-Chi in Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, I know you can't tell us much and I know that you liked it a lot. So says your tweet. What about it was kind of different enough that it kind of overcame your skepticism?
0: Ew, that's a good question. um, to me this story was a little more and maybe if I use Black Widow as a background I'll get in less trouble. Uh-huh. <laughs> um it the story was a lot more rounded out. It felt a lot more grounded and it had a lot of emotional stakes in it compared to Black Widow which really tried but it always it just came off as surface level and action first and almost like an afterthought whereas this movie felt a little more ground like it was very emotional there's some <laughs> emotional scenes oh, yeah, I like that. um and as far as a character as, as far as character studies go i think it was kind of just this beautiful introduction of the character and i think it was handled really well by
1: the director so introduction so you're explaining that he lives
0: <laughs> well introduction <laughs> by saying that he gets introduced into the marvel cinematic universe via this movie which was already apparent from the start.
1: I think it's more that he <laughs> the whole thing. That's what I'm making from it. I didn't say it, me. Don't, don't blame me. No. Um, good. Uh, I think it was really great. I think it was a great walking line. Can we use that on like Twitter? In, like a video clip?
0: We, uh, maybe we can hold it till Monday. We'll see. I'll, we'll I'll, see. I'll, we'll see. I'll talk we'll see to my happens. lawyers. <laughs> I was a little more generous than I wanted to be, but... Um, no, yeah, I, I do have this kind of optimism now because I was blown away at how they were just able to continuously keep telling another good story and not just a kind of, you know, but I think it's it's a fresh new story. Like, you know, we, we've seen the whole Uncle Ben thing. We've seen yes. um, whatever else happens in the MCU. So this was something that I had never seen before. It's familiar in some senses because there's always going to be familiar things about family and love and loss and all these sorts of things but yeah. uh you yeah, know the Disney trunks, <laughs> I've got to wrap it up yeah. but there's some good un-, un I hear sirens outside like literally. <laughs> <laughs> but literally there, there's some great um unexpected twists in the in the story. Cool. I could have tweeted that. that. Cool. I just didn't. So this this is just an
1: unsent tweet. Okay, just keep it between us guys, yeah, okay? Yeah. 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 Don't tell anybody. And if your uncle works at Disney, just keep it on yeah. the down low. All right. As uh, Nicole says, super excited for Eternals. I love prehistory and early history, and we don't get to watch it on screen nearly often enough. Mm, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that'd be cool if, if we like see Viking times or, yeah, it I mean, says like, it's, or prehistory. It's going Go to be spanning like, like
0: 7,000 years. So, Jesus might be a character in the MCU at this
1: rate. <laughs> Havia Bardem. That'd
0: be cool. If they can have Thor, then we can have, you know, like, I don't, I'm not going to cross that line.
1: <laughs> what a fun show we're having today.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Eternals, it looks like it's something new. But again, I still have uh, confidence in Marvel. So coming out, I think, November 3rd. So no rest. It's Shang-Chi on September, in September. Then in November, it's that. And then December is Far From Home. So it's a that packed is year and we're not done yet.
1: All right. Well, um, before we get to watch all of that stuff, let's go to our uh, next segment that we love for you to put it in, as we always do every week. What are we watching? What are we watching? do do What are we watching? How about you? All right, Mia, I'll go first. Yes, please. Um, I, Okay, I'm not sure if you've been watching. I, I finished um The White Lotus on HBO, which is a drama about a luxury hotel in Hawaii and kind of the... Very rich clientele mm-hmm. who come in by Mike White, the guy who did Enlightened. Um, I I mentioned I it last night, and if you haven't watched it, if you, if you have HBO Max or HBO, and you're interested in kind of a not sci-fi, not fancy, just drama, it was good. It was really good. Yeah. It was funny. It was kind of it was very cringy though. This is the whole thing is about you know these hotel workers catering to these kind of guests who have these sort of outrageous demands, and it's funny mm-hmm. because kind of like the 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 gap between what you know they should be doing and how they are acting but the funny is it's one of the things that where the humor comes from like oh god this is so awkward oh, like these, these okay, situations. okay but very very good Jennifer Coolidge was great she plays I like love this her, kind yeah. of daffy um older in her own words, um, alcoholic lunatic who is kind of here to scatter (laughs) her mother's ashes. And she's like really emotionally needy and kind of bothering everybody, but funny and interesting and, um, just really, really good all around. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Are you interested at all?
0: Um, I, I would have to watch the trailer again because I thought I saw something and it was, it said White Lotus. I was like, oh, why aren't I watching this? But then as I kept seeing more coverage of it, I'm like, did I see the same thing? So, not to say that it's not great, because I've seen a lot of, of good reviews about it recently. Yeah. And it looked short, it too. It was only...
1: It was six episodes. Six episodes. And they did renew it, which I didn't know it was that kind of show. I thought it would be like a one and done sort of mini-series. Uh, but it's coming back.
0: Yeah, if there's the demand for it, yeah, why not? Julie says
1: uh, White Lotus was a bit strange, but I quite liked it. It so. was a bit strange. You know, It's <laughs> it's, it's 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 a satire. That's the that's that's the high-minded word for it. It's about um, you know what are our responsibilities vis-a-vis wealth mm. inequality luxury uh, those fun questions, but told in a as a family drama that also gets a lot of cringe humor along the way. Okay, so it goes down pretty easy, but it was a um, a fun and sometimes thought-provoking watch.
0: That sounds really good.
1: And you finished uh Star Wars the Bad Batch. Yeah. That thing is over now, right? The it first is season.
0: Over, yeah. Sixteen episodes, no more um episodes left. It was quite um long, but it was nice to have something to just kind of continuously have fresh in the world of Star Wars. Um I think it's something where it's one of those because it is a cartoon series, it's, like, by far not even close to as popular as The Mandalorian. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm assuming The Book of Boba Fett is going to eclipse this, too, in December. But I think for what it's worth, the um, animation fans... Because there's, there's people who are, like, really, really into the Star Wars animation. And I'm still getting there. Um, there are. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still getting there myself. But this one was, for what it's worth... Enjoyable for the most part. What I do like is that there is this lore building. So, you know, they're talking about the clones and like, you know, for some reason in the prequels, all the soldiers are clones. And then all of a sudden when you get to the original trilogies, they're all human. So you're like, well, what happened to the clones? You had like thousands of clones, you know, you can't just go send them all to the farm upstate. So (laughs) that's what the Bat Batch is trying to do is fill in this gap. And, I've personally been like, I wouldn't mind if I maybe didn't have this series and you just kind of told me what happened to the clones and, you know, like maybe a five minute little spiel. (laughs) But (laughs) um, I do get it that there are these characters who people grew attached to in the Clone Wars and like Captain Rex and all these people. And so you kind of want to see what happens to them next. So it's a different perspective. I think still, still, what sets it apart from the Clone Wars, though, is you're missing like Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan, sure. who are yeah, like yeah. these legacy characters that you really care for. But so you get
1: this little blonde moppet. <laughs> I might,
0: I might be in the minority here. Omega is not my favorite character. <laughs> in this
1: show, you guys, it it it, 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 it it's like about five battle hardened clones. Yeah, and then they add in like. A precocious 10 year old yeah that the deal?
0: yeah and she's kind of the voice of reason but it's really like why <laughs> every time they do something you know it's like oh this character um something is about to blow up but we've got to go save a droid um or that'll be her her like but we have to go save the droid or else... <laughs> and it's like no just let the thing die and get out of there so everyone else lives <laughs> i have that moment every, every single ninety
1: sitcom move where it's yeah. like You want to refresh audience interest so you add like a young character. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the second cousin on the Cosby show comes to live with them (laughs) or whatever.
0: (laughs) Yes, she's the the Raven Simone of the Star Wars.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So um, I think that if it gets a little more in depth, because again, it's still in a way maybe appeals to children, so I get it. um, Yeah, but I was like, you know, at some point they're gonna have to learn their lesson you can't always run into the burning building you know to save to save the droid or to save this you know insignificant thing but um otherwise i'm being crabby but i i still kind of enjoyed the run good. either way I'm glad. yeah so season two is coming next year and i'll be looking out for that
1: as nicole says a bit of a lull in tv at the moment but chapel white is starting the sun so i'll be watching that that looks pretty good adrian brody and stephen king I mean, I don't know if that's a big lull. Like, I, I liked the White Lotus. We just got screeners for um, uh, Foundation on Apple TV Plus. I'm looking forward to that. That's a big Isaac Asimov. Si- There's like that's like their Game of Thrones swing. Like oh, their wow. big adaptation. I'm looking forward to see how they're doing that. I, I I haven't read Isaac Asimov. I'm not that um, cultured, but <laughs> I am curious to uh, <laughs> see what the hubbub is about. Yeah, Maybe I'll pick it up. There's a lot to read. Yeah. Leave me alone. Um, also, I've been, I, I just had to plug this again. I, I know I, I i brought up Warrior a bunch of times on oh, on this right. show, the 8 yeah. Mac show about kind of the, um, Chinatown gangland wars of the 1870s, I want to say, in San Francisco. I'm um, almost at the end. Mia, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I know. Just, I watched the penultimate episode of season two, and that's how many seasons there are. There's like one more. Okay. And it was this big... Kind of Game of Thrones esque battle episode where it was like mob versus mob in Chinatown, and it was incredible the stuff they did with it. Just the the intensity of the violence, and you and you know all the characters well, so you care about them at this point. And you know, I was really afraid for them. Mm-hmm. Such a good show, and I'm very happy that HBO picked it up for um, a third season.
0: That's a good. It
1: wasn't like I don't even remember like Showtime or Stars, and they I think they let it go because who has that kind of money. But HBO Max is like, we got content so we can pick it up. Very, very happy about that. If you haven't watched Warrior, I recommend it.
0: Great. Yeah. That one I have to... I remember that one was like the one you told me. It sounded really good. So, I'm glad you made me remember. Um, <laughs> I meant to ask you, have you ever... Someone's in Shang-Chi. I forget which,
1: which of the main characters.
0: Oh, by the way, did I tell you or did I... Well, (laughs) tomorrow I have an interview for Shang-Chi with the, um, it's the character who plays his sister. So, um, she's kind of like a rising star here, but she has a really, really prominent role in the movie. Um, so, um, yeah, when they told me who she was, I was like, okay, you know, she's just going to have like a little speaking role here, but she was like a really, really big role in this. So I'm excited to talk to her about that. She plays a sister and then hopefully, you know, check out um wick for the interview. I'm assuming we'll have it next week or maybe closer to when the movie comes out. So that should be fun. We'll see.
1: <laughs> and our final segment as always is the Wick News Lightning Round. <laughs> where we go back and forth. We have 20 seconds each to react to a piece of news that we just didn't have time to stick into the main story. And we're just going to distill this, break it down and Give you the information you need and the analysis you need in a lightning quick fashion. All right, I think I arranged this so you talk to me first. Mm-hmm. Yes. All okay.
0: right. So this goes out to you, Dan. Okay. So Amazon's The Lord of the Rings series leaves New Zealand for season two.
1: That's sad because Lord of the Rings and, and New Zealand are very closely associated. Like that, that's where the movies were filmed, the, the, the Peter Dexter movies. And now this Amazon show, which cost like a jillion dollars. Film season one there, and now it's leaving. And even Elijah Wood was like, oh, that's terrible. It's too bad, because it's going to the UK, and that already has a lot of money. And New Zealand just, you know, it's a smaller country. They're great at COVID. And there we go.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not the great at
1: COVID part, but... (laughs) No, that's good. They're (laughs) great at COVID.
0: (laughs) By which I mean,
1: (laughs) they... Have done a lot to, like, tamp oh, okay, down on that spread. One. Okay, okay, okay.
0: like, <laughs> man, those people in New Zealand are practically Florida. There was, Florida. like,
1: one case, and, like, they put lockdown. Yeah, I saw
0: that headline.
1: <laughs> Which could be why they're leaving. Maybe that's, like, they don't want to deal with the rules. Formula. I don't know. I don't know about that. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right, Mia, what would you think of the new trailer for... The television program, Star Wars Visions, premiering September 22nd.
0: Yeah. So, this is really cool. So, this is Star Wars anime. It's something that we've never gotten before. And though I vowed to swear off anime for the rest of my life, I will be watching this. And it's nine episodes. They're all anthologies. It's all standalone. So, it should be easily digestible. Um, Huge voice cast. I think Neil Patrick Harris. Lots of great people there. Um, So, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that I think he's doing it on uh, eight seconds. That didn't feel like 20 seconds. It, does, <laughs> okay. it just feels so short. I know. Okay.
0: Okay. Go ahead. All right. Oh, you've got me saying this. Dan,
1: <laughs> do you so you going to say the Dune director? <laughs>
0: the Dune director um, is hopeful he'll get to make part two. Mm-hmm. Um, according to it says, Zendaya's character will be the protagonist.
1: Okay, too much to think about this. Dune is a big is a big slash movie coming um, uh, in October. Looking forward to it a lot. Daniel Villeneuve knows the director. The weird thing is they're they're making the first half of the movie, not the second half. Which is bizarre because what if the first half doesn't do well? Then you just like have half a movie that just doesn't do anything. As far as Zendaya's character trying to be the protagonist, that's a little odd because the book is it, she, she's she's there. She's very much like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we conclude <sighs> that it is odd. All right. It is odd.
1: Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um. Mia, the Mandalorian season three starts shooting next month. You happy?
0: Woohoo! Yeah, this is exciting. Um, it's weird to see this is the first year that we're going to go without the Mandalorian because the book of Boba Fett is coming guess, out. Yeah. So, that I've heard that's kind of like the Mandalorian season 2.5. It'll move into the Mandalorian season three. We should see some great stuff. I want to see Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, and more Baby Yoda. So, eventually, we'll get that in 2022. Nice. Okay. Let's see. This is a quick one. So, Dark City is becoming a series. Tell me about that.
1: Dark City, really cool movie from 1998. Alex Porter's Guide to the Crow. Like, have you ever seen it? Have you ever heard of it? Nope. Okay, it's really good. It's like a, it's like a sci-fi noir horror drama thing with like um, Jennifer Connelly and Rufus Sirwell and William Hurt. Really, really good. Really, really cool. And I could see it being a good TV series. So, I'm in favor of that and I would watch it wherever it ends up.
0: Ta-da! Nice! <laughs>
1: All right. Um, <clears throat> next story. Uh, Kira, Amelia Clarke's character from Solo, A Star Wars Story, is getting her own comic series called Crimson Rain. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's really good news because people are really at least the Star Wars fans are demanding like more Kira content and we would love to see Amelia Clark back in live action. Sure. So maybe eventually like a solo two or a spinoff, who knows? But at least for now, this is based on the crime syndic- Syndicate Crimson Dawn, which was kind of run by Maul and Drain Voss, who's Paul Bettany. So
1: Yeah. There it goes.
0: <laughs> All right. And oh, so, Dan, mm-hmm. Netflix reveals the live action cast of its Avatar, The Last Airbender remake. Here they are. Here's our picture Jeopardy question. cool.
1: I'm not going to read their names for only 20 seconds, but um, this show has been kind of in limbo for a while, and I wasn't sure if it was actually going to get made, but they're making it. They're casting people. I'm interested. Um, the original show is so good. This is like one of the shows, like, do you really need a remake, like a live action remake? But I am curious to see what they could do with it or if they could improve it. That felt like give me 3 seconds. Only 3 seconds.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, this is
1: our last one. Okay. Um uh Mia, Australian actor Sam Reed is going to play Lestat in AMC's Interview at the Vampire Show. Are you a fan of the Vampires?
0: Um, you know, I can get back into the Vampires because uh, I was looking at, the, I was definitely into Twilight, and this guy, Sam Reed, is uh, a looker. I was looking him up myself, and <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, I'm a little interested. And it's AMC. Like we said, AMC can never really do wrong with like The Walking Dead and all
1: of that stuff. So this one should be pretty good. Yeah. And you know, um, Anne Rice's Vampires, they get down. So they do a <laughs> lot. So, this show is probably going to be really filthy. Oh, my goodness. Which would be fun. Ms. Um, Nicole says, Avatar Amber' is my favorite animated show. Mine too, Nicole. Honest to God, Aww. if I didn't like my favorite animated show, I, I have watched some anime in my life. Yeah, well, I didn't think about it. Definitely up there. I like it a lot. Do you think, Nicole, that they need to do a live action remake? What do you think? I've been interested in hearing from another Last Airbender yeah. fan. Will Would you watch a live action Last Airbender remake? Because you're getting one. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just not sure whether you watch it or not. <laughs> Um, and as Julie says, you should get them 22 seconds, Richard. And Ooh. I partly agree, and but mainly I don't because like, you know, that the whole point is that we have to, um, be squelched and mm. crushed.
0: We get better every time. It's like training for the Olympics. You get better and better. And you know, you set your I
1: think We had
0: one week where we were hitting it every week, yeah, every, true, every single true. point on the mark. So we'll get there. That's teamwork.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Mia. I appreciate that. <laughs> As Nicole says, Nicole would be interested to see it. I'm interested, too. Um, so, yeah, my pup won't be around for a while, but when I watch it, I'll be curious. Um, well, thanks so much, man. This has been a fun show.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I enjoyed talking about all of this stuff, cramming Me it into my mind.
1: <laughs> too. And uh, we do new shows, live shows, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time here on the Winner's Coming Facebook page and... The Winter is Coming YouTube page. And after that, our shows get turned into podcasts, and you can listen to those at your leisure at Google Play, iTunes, wherever podcasts are available. We love talking here with you. We love seeing you every week. We'd love to see you next week. So come on back next Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central Time, um, and we'll talk some more about sci fi, fantasy movie TV. Anything we like. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by Fansite. Join our community of over three hundred sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. This is the story of the wad. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear,
0: everything on his shop floor might sound fine.